Welcome to Anything and Everything. I'm Stephen Arjante and every week I like to sit down with a guest for an hour or so to talk about anything and everything under the sun. Our guest for this episode is none other than the other originator of Chowking Runs, Mr. Vince Cuevas. So stay tuned and enjoy the show. Hello everybody, my guest tonight is one of my friends who I had the most unconventional beginnings of friendship with. He's he's slowly learned to let his guard down. He's slowly learned to trust me. And over time, we've had this beautiful, really close friendship. And I'm so happy that this entire thing happened. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Mr. Vince Cueva. Say hello to everybody, Vince. Hi. So how are you feeling? Everyone. How are you feeling today? Meh. I'm feeling meh. That's fine. That's okay. There are just some days that you feel meh, right? Don't you think so? Yeah. That's yeah. true. Yeah. So as I've said, we've had one of the most unconventional beginnings of our friendship. Do you remember how our friendship started? Yeah, I, I would really agree that it was really, really unconventional. Uh, it was a really unconventional way of starting friendship. And it really was. Yeah. Just coming from memory, like, uh, and, and looking back, it's just like, wait, that happened? That actually happened. Ah, okay. Wait, well, but like, do you remember the first time we actually interacted? Because I remember very distinctly because it was such a distinct moment in my life. Uh, I think it was uh, one of those days with uh, Yas, if I recall. Um, you, she, she rang me up. She asked if uh, uh, she could bring a friend to the, to the condo. I didn't bother asking because uh, I said yes. So... Uh, at that time, I had a guest over. I will not say the name. No, no, no. That was the second time that we met. No, I distinctly remember it. Being no, that's the second time. That's, that's the second that, time. Sure? Yeah, I'm very, very oh, sure. Oh, wait. I, no. I remember the yeah, first yeah, time. Was, yes. The first time was you were with Yas in the condo and you guys were watching Top Gear. Do you remember? Are, are, are you sure it wasn't in Castro where we first met? We met in Castro the first time, but it didn't quite stick, you know, kind of like we were just smoking hey. together, but that's like, that's it. We just kind of like said, hi, hello, I'm, my name's Stephen, Calm Arts, ganyan, ganyan. But that's kind of it hey. for us, you know? Hey. So like, do you remember the very first time that we actually like, like met, met? Yung may, yung may meaning yung um, meet up. Is this the time you were being stopped? Yes, this was that time. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so, yeah. do you remember that night? Like, where um, we drank? We didn't drink. We didn't drink that night. I think you did, but I didn't. Well, oh, oh yeah, no. we did. You offered me a mule. Yeah, yeah, because uh, me, it was me, you, yes, and a certain guest of mine. So, no, she wasn't there yet. She wasn't there yet? Yeah, oh. she wasn't there yet. But yeah, I had posted an Instagram story of myself and Castro because I, w- I thought like, oh, before I go home, I'm going to go for a smoke, right? And then yeah, yeah. a stalker of mine came up to me and kind of harassed me. And he almost put, pulled a punch on me and I got super scared. So I posted an Instagram story to ask for help. And thank God, Yas yeah, saw it. And she was like, bitch, where the fuck are you? And I'm like, I'm at Castro. I'm 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 literally on the floor right now. Can you come pick me up? And she was like, "Yeah, where I'm coming. I'm on the way." And she was like, she came by five minutes later, and 
she brought me up she brought me back up to your condo and oh, yeah, we yeah. watched yeah, we I watched remember. top gear and you offered me a, a a drink so i took it you know kind of like to get the edge off and i i will yeah. never forget that because it was such like a defining moment of our friendship like oh this is where we began you know yeah, yeah it's it's become clearer now because i remember also that like that same day after you and yes have to go i i'm beginning to remember why i don't really remember that day because i got hammered the same night yeah you would always problems. get hammered anyway yeah you had problems had yeah problems. <laughs> you had problems yeah that's it's okay though it's fine it's normal you know uh, yeah. Yeah, sometimes normal. people have like off days and it's all right it's okay that's fine right <clears throat> yeah definitely definitely you, if you're me and at almost every day is an off day and it's just like oh my god why yeah if you guys have uh-huh. problems please seek, seek out the therapist um i've as as my friends know i've been in therapy for more than a year now and it's helped me greatly if you have problems please seek help and trust me it's going to be one of the best decisions you've ever made in your life but anyway going oh, back to you vince yeah. going back to you yeah. vince um do you do you remember that memory now like yeah right yeah and and the association getting hammered part so yeah yeah, exactly. Sometimes you associate certain memories with getting hammered. That's a yeah. cute moment. And then, um, as as a little like trip down memory lane to every guest that I have who are my friends, I always ask them like, "Do you have a favorite Stephen Vince moment, like memory?" Because I do. I definitely do. Like it was. I it have was two. Okay, go ahead. What was one the first was- one? One was worth it because I got to see two of. I I think you remember this one. I did it just so I can see two certain. I won't name them, but I I, I did it to see two certain friends kiss. Oh my God! Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Jesus Christ! That's, I what. That's your Stephen Vince memory. Because it was so funny and worth it. Like yes, yes. That's your Stephen Vince yes. memory. Oh, okay. Cute. Uh, number two, Boulevard. Which one? Stephen versus the Sea. Oh, Stephen versus the Sea. All right. For our listeners who don't know, because I'm pretty sure they don't know, or very, very few people know, will you please explain to them what happened with Stephen versus the Sea? Okay. So, uh, our, one of our friends, uh, Shannon, took us to this spot. In uh, like a breakwater area, uh, just uh, somewhere near Moa. So that night I was driving. Uh, we just got bored. We didn't want to go to our usual place uh, in beach. We didn't want to go to our second usual place, which was the shawarma snack center. Yeah, SSC. And Shannon at that time. It suggested uh, we go somewhere other than her condo in C residences. Was it C residences? I think it was C residences, yeah. Or Shell C. Yeah, it was C residences, I think. Yeah. But anyway, not important. Yeah, yeah. So uh, she said, okay, I'll take you guys some uh this place instead. So we went. And yeah, it was really chill, really cool. We bought drinks, bought food. 
And um, I think it was an hour or two into our stay there. Uh, Stephen thought it was a good idea to just go okay, and... Okay, okay, okay. Let me, let me explain yeah. this part first. Okay, so Vince and I needed to pee. And it was between the hill or the sea, right? I went to the hill because I was smarter. Yeah, but then there were like these little plant things that clung to you. Like, basically... What? It was so far off. It was deep into the, it was further into the hill. And you just had to be in front of the hill. Not actually go to the hill and you were the only ones there and so no one could see us. Yeah, but like you know what? Okay. Explain to them what happened in the sea. So Stephen, with all his wisdom, uh decided to be in the breakwater. Um, so it's water to see. And for unknown reason, uh, I honestly don't know. Uh, he slipped and I slipped. Cut it. He slipped and cut his fingers. So, yeah. Uh, when he cut his finger, he was just panicking. Okay, number one, number one, I was losing so much blood. And then number two, there was moss stuck inside the wound. And I tried... I tried to go all like surgeon on myself and tried to get it out with my nails, but it just ended up getting in deeper. And then I was losing so much yeah. blood. I was losing so much blood, you guys, to the point that I felt faint. I mean, if we ask those who were in attendance that time, we can say it wasn't that much of blood. Come it, on. Was, it was so much blood. It was so much blood. I what? remember, I remember the, the boulevard like ledge was dripping with my blood. Oh, oh. Yeah, I think I can remember that vaguely. But you losing blood wasn't actually what concerned me personally. What concerned me more is the fact that it was in Manila Bay. And we all know how full youth in Manila Bay is. That is true. That's true. Yeah. And then the stupid and, thing was... Sorry, you were going to say something? And the fact that... Just... No, remember, our place in Boulevard was right in front of one of the bridges yeah uh of the creeks yeah the yeah sewer creeks and uh, not the sewer creeks like the flood creeks like or yeah. the flood control area so the fact that Stephen cut his hand there and it was also in the middle of bay and like oh my god that needs to be treated before it gets infected that's true and like, I really felt faint, you guys. Like, like I remember that night distinctly because it felt like I was going to faint. I felt so weak. And it was so nice because, you know, when you, you feel faint and you feel weak. I learned because from my dad, because he has diabetes. And I've learned that when he feels faint or he feels weak, he, he drinks like Coke or something. And Vince <clears throat> and Bea were so nice, were so nice to give me the rest of the Coke. <laughs> It was really sweet. So the stupid thing, the stupid, for, for, for you guys, Coke is very, very important to me, Vince, and Bea. Like, we will not yeah, live without yeah. it. We will not live without it. We, I remember there was another time where we bought like our own two liters. So we had like six liters of um, Coke, two for just each of us. And it was so yeah, stupid. We absolutely... 
we absolutely refuse to share. Yeah, we absolutely refuse to share. And like going back to that night in the Stephen versus the Sea night, it was so stupid because they had to rush me to the emergency room <laughs> just to get it treated. And it was so stupid. Like, Jesus Christ. It was so stupid. Think, it was so dumb. I think, because, uh, yeah, uh, keep in mind also, aside from Yas, uh, in our group, I'm the only one who drives. Yeah. Moreover, I'm the only one who has a car that is always readily available. So that night, I was the one who drove. Of course, I didn't drive drunk. That's bad. I have a lot of bad memories with that, but we'll gloss over that. Um, it was a fun drive because on the way to the hospital or to the emergency room nearby, we were just making fun of even. We were just making fun of you, bro. Yeah. Like. Yeah. What great friends really, I have, right? They were just making fun of me while I was almost near our- death. Well, not near death, but like that's over an, an over exaggeration. But like while I was near fainting, let's say let's put it at that near fainting. I like that better. But yeah, eh, Jesus. Like. That- oh my God! He cut himself. We warned you not to be a dumbass. Yes, you went dumbass. Thank you. Thank you so much for calling me a dumbass in my own podcast. This is going really, really well. But going, going back to going back to our favorite Steve and Vince memories. My favorite memory yeah. of us that really solidified our friendship, that made me realize that like this bitch is a solid friend. Was it was Can Shannon's? I guess? Yeah, go ahead. The choking run. The very of first course. Run. Yeah, it was the very first yeah, choking yeah. run. Um, it was, it was Shannon's graduation party and I was starting to feel off. Like my social battery got drained. Can you believe my social battery got drained? Like me, Stephen, her social battery got drained. Everyone understood that I wanted to go because my social battery got drained. And my, when I say drained, I mean, I just want to go and uh, sleep. Same thoughts. I felt. I felt really often that night because I didn't feel like staying anymore because I don't, I don't vibe with a lot of Shannon's friends. Like I vibe with most of them, but the others were kind of just like, okay, it was nice. It was nice meeting you, I guess. And then. Well, I envy you because you can, at least you can vibe with most. With most people. Yeah. But. Um, yeah. Yeah. Vince said that he was going to go and I said, oh, I have to go too. And he offered to drive me home, which was really sweet. So we walked over to Harrison Plaza, RIP, where Vince had parked his car. And I was like, he was, I was like, you know what? I'm kind of hungry. And he was like, yeah, me too. So I said, you know, there's a Chow King like a little, like a few blocks away. Do you want to go? And he was like, yeah, sure. So we went over to Chow King and then we ate together. Um, it was really fun. I don't know if... Did we take it out or did we just dine in? That was take out. Uh, I think we stopped by that place. That yeah, yeah, yeah. Because... Uh, uh, um, uh, so we took it out. We took the food out. And um, there's this place kasi along um, Zabel Rojas. Where I I forgot yeah, yeah. the name, but it's a it's a kambingan. 
and there's like a little store um by the side of the road so we just got like more drinks from that store and we were eating on the hood of your car and we were just having like a nice time like i would say it it was a really nice stephen vince moment like when i look back on it don't you think so yeah that was really fun but yeah so it was but yeah, it was it was it was nice. It was really fun for me because it kind of it kind of like yeah, it kind of like cemented our friendship. It kind of like solidified it to the point that parang oh, I can count on this guy. And it was it was the first of many Chowking runs. That's what we call it, by the way, Chowking runs. Yeah, and, it's yeah. I love I love those Chowking Chowking runs so much. And but yeah, oh, so we've been we've been talking about our friends like this entire time. So for those of you who don't know, Vince and I are part of a friend group and I don't know why, don't ask us why, but we call ourselves T-Gang. Like T as in- I think it was you, man. I think, yeah, I, I know it was me. I think it was me. Um, Basically, we called ourselves T-Gang. T as in cha and then gang as in like G-A-A-N-G. Like the gang from- avatar the last airbender and we each there's five of us in that friend group and each of us had our own like um element (laughs) and i think mine and like which represented us mine was water obviously because i'm a sea person i love the sea so much but vince i think you were fire yeah yeah you were fire and then well, the others are going to come on the podcast, so we'll talk about it then. But the other three members of that friend group is Bea Shao, Shannon Muhammad, and um, Angela Zipagan. And I love them. I love all of them. I love all of you guys so much. And honestly, I would say, I would say that my college life would have been, would have been so much different if like none of you would have been there. Because after you know, meeting some of your friends, uh, I can honestly say that me, Bea, Shan, and Angela just are just very chaotic people. We're very chaotic people. We are. And like our chaos, yeah. like each of our own chaos kind of like works <clears throat> well with each other, I would say. Yeah. 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 Um, you have me, the one who does things at random, at will, without any, without any thought at all. And then and even gets a lot yeah. of stick for it. Yeah, yeah. And then you have me who's kind of like just a spontaneous friend who's like, Para tagay tay. and I'm like, yeah, sure, G, when? And they're like, tonight. And I'm like, yeah, sure, let's go. That's me. Yeah, I'm that, I'm that again, friend. Yeah, and I'm also the driver. <laughs> and yeah, Vince is, of course, also our driver. And it's become tradition that I would always be on the passenger seat and I'd be the one playing the music, which ranges from Broadway to 2000s classics and um, just random songs that Vince plays, that Vince makes. And for you guys who don't know, Vince actually makes music. Can you believe? Well, that phase of mine ended way, way back. And I don't see myself doing it again because it's honestly hard work. It is. It is hard work. Yeah, that's true. But like, with do you do you regret that phase of yourself at times honestly yeah why why do you regret it 
because the reason why I started doing it was <clears throat> was because of the influence uh, of my uncles uh, and uh, a cousin of mine because uh, here in my hometown in Tagandoro, uh they're DJs. So they dabble a lot in music. So I got into it mainly because of them. Mm-hmm. But eventually, uh, I just started not enjoying it. And Why? Then what happened? After, Do you know what happened? Or did you just like kind of like fell out of love with it? That and I think I just got burnt out, man. Mm-hmm. But like because, going back to... Yeah, continue. Yeah. Uh, no. <laughs> Sorry. You go okay. With. Going back to the that phase of yours though like what got you into it like i know i know it came from your like uncle and your cousin but i want to know what kind of why did you continue making the music that you were making because at that time i was actually having fun Mm -hmm. um during during senior prom in my high school because i'm gonna be honest I, i was part of the batch in in my high school that had two proms, the junior prom and senior prom. Uh, come senior prom, I was already somewhat into the gig. So, yeah. Uh, the, the DJ we got for our prom was a family friend and he knew me. So he said, hey, you want to spin for a bit? And I, yeah, sure. And then <clears throat> one of the things I enjoyed was just, it, it may sound Bad. I, I hope uh, your listeners don't find it bad. <laughs> but uh, I just enjoyed making people dance. Oh like, my God. I remember. For me. <laughs> I remember. Okay. So whenever we're at the boulevard, Vince always, he's always going to be the one who's going to be playing the music. If it's not me, it's going to be Vince. And Vince would be like, can I play the songs next? And then I'd be like, sure. And then he only has one challenge. It's to make Stephen dance. That was your main challenge. And I, and I always won. <laughs> and he always, he always did. He always delivered, which was great. We had a lot of fun. But yeah, so with that experience, going back on yeah. your like music, creativity roots and all that kind of stuff, what was the best part of making music for you? Honestly, looking back, None. Really? I just made it. I know because I made it for the heck of it. Like, I don't know what else to do. So, might as well. If That's not, true. why not? Yeah. Kind of like me with this podcast, you know? Yeah. <laughs> very, very me with this podcast. Just, I have nothing else to do. So, I might as well enjoy this podcast. And I remember, um, Three years ago, I don't know if you remember this, but I always kept telling you guys that I would be making a podcast. Do you remember this? No. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, when you told us the idea, it was like anything and, every, anything and everything with you. So I was like, huh, if you can do it, why not? That's right? true. And here we are three years later with anything and everything with Stephen Urgente. Can you believe she grew? She grew. She has a podcast she now. Actually, she actually ended up doing it. That's and I'm true. Not 
And like, I would always tell them like, oh, you guys are going to guess in my podcast. You guys are going to guess in my podcast. It's going to be called Anything and Everything with Steve and Herhente. And it's just going to be like about general casual conversations with my friends, blah, 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 and all that kind of stuff. And now that I'm here, I'm actually doing it. And I can't believe that I'm actually doing it now, especially having you guys on here. I'm having so much fun. I'm having so much fun with you right now. And um, going back to our college days, speaking of like going back to like who we were kind of before, what was your favorite like college memory? Do you have a favorite college memory? It doesn't have to be with us, huh? Um, okay. Uh, I think one of my favorite college. I can name two. Yeah, I'll just name two. The first one is just being welcomed by my seniors in the varsity team of Taekwondo uh-huh. of, uh, of Delta. And uh, along with that, uh, meeting fellow athletes during the welcoming parties yeah. that uh, our team captains held for yeah. in honor of the, of the, of the new athletes uh, mm-hmm. of us. And I think that time it was in beach. I know not beach. It was in oh, barn. Chill out. No, no. Double down. No, no. no the one in the balcony. Front of green. The one in front of green. The balcony. Uh, new balcony. Um, double down. The one. No, not double down. Was the it one, double down? Is it the one above it? No, 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 no. Uh, the double down didn't exist back then. Yet. Is this? I think this was uh, 2015, 2016. Yeah. Um, it was. Uh, oh God. What's the place where Plato is? Sherwood. Yeah, yeah. That's where so it was. it wasn't Sherwood. So what's your what's yeah, your second I, um college memory? I think it would be scoring that uh, scoring the first FUBU. Sorry, what? Scoring the first what? Fubu. Okay. Okay. <laughs> no, no, no. Um, no, no, no. But but no, no. Uh, hear me out. Sure. This first one. This first one incidentally ended up being becoming one of my best friends. Okay. I. I... Well, maybe, I guess some good things come out of being FUBUs, you know? Yeah, like, not every day. But, you know, what happens, happens. <laughs> what happens, happens, truly. What happens, happens, basically. Right? Yeah. Just like yeah. what happened with our friend group. You know, speaking of our friend group, I've always thought that I was the odd man out. Because you had Angela. And Bea had Shannon, and I was kind of like the odd one out, you know? How so? Because I'm like, I was the one who came, like, I would say when the group got formed, Bea was with Shannon, and then you were with Angela, and then I was like the only one who didn't have a partner. And then I realized, like, I mean, oh, I mean, I'm, I'm the odd one out, you know? I think, I think you're understanding because, um, remember, uh, Shannon and Bea were separate from us for a while, right? 
And the ones who were uh, usually together was me, Yas, and Angela. Yeah. And then you came along. And then I came along. And then Shannon ended there. So we were all, <clears throat> oh God. Uh, so we were all, you know, we were all there together. No yeah, we were. Really yeah. Out. I would, yeah, but like back then, that's what I felt like. The parang, uh, I'm the one who's like, who doesn't have a partner here. And I feel like, yeah. But then like over the, over the course of the years and the months that we've been together, I re- I kind of realized that like, that shit doesn't matter like at yeah. all in any form or way. It doesn't matter because we're all together as like one single unit, you know? Yeah. Like we all we're, have our functions. I mean, our group, I'll say it again, our group is just pure chaos. That's true. And speaking of um, each of us having functions, a very um, distinct memory uh, as an example comes to mind uh, is a very distinct example that comes to mind as an example is um, it was I was the cook Shannon uh, you Vince was in charge of the plates and the forks and the knives and the spoons Bea and Shannon oh were in charge God. of drinks and um, groceries and Angela was in charge of the salt oh my god no Angela was in charge of the salt. That's what she was in charge of. If I recall, it was still your fault that mac and it cheese wasn't, was okay. so salty. So, okay, I cooked mac and cheese for us. And um, it was going well. It was going well. I put a pinch of salt and then I made Angela taste it. And she was like, Parang kulang ng asin. Damian mo be. And I was like, so I put, a, I put in a little bit more. And then I, I stirred it. I stirred the, the, the saucepan and everything. And then pinatikim ko ulit sa kanya and she was like, kulang. So siya yung naglagay ng salt and sobrang daming salt. And then like, it became, it came to a point that it was uneatable, you guys. It was inedible. Like we, no one could finish their own plates. And um, keep in mind, yes, Steven's the cook. And it's very weird for him not to realize that when making food, <laughs> there's already salt. So why? But like no, but like when I tasted it, kasi <laughs> it it tasted a little like, parang medyo kulang ng slight. And then Angela put uh-huh. in so much salt, and I honestly up and up to this day, I blame her. I blame her for the, for that mac and cheese fiasco. It was just so Dude, stupid. <laughs> I blame both of you, man. It's like, no, she was in charge you, you of the salt. You, you know me. When it comes to food, I'm very particular. And what you served to me that night, I was like... Okay, oh, but to, to redeem no. myself, to redeem myself, you did love my carbonara, though. Mm-mm, will not confirm, will not deny. It's, it's pretty good. You gotta admit, it's pretty good. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it was really... It was just right. Fuck you. Say I'm it's not, good, bitch. No, no, because I'm gonna be honest, man. My mom and then Ella is and then yours. Ah, uh, I'm third place. I can kind of understand yeah. with the mom thing, because like mom's cooking is, is always like the best. But Ella For those of yeah, you guys who don't know, Ella is Vince's younger sister. And the demon. 
she's not a demon. I love her. She's really sweet to me. To you, she's a demon to me. Well, I guess we're very different then. I'm sorry, Vince. I oh, think up. your sister loves me more than you. Oh, but yeah, on that note, you guys, we're going to take a short break and we'll be back with more anything and everything with our special guest, Vince Cueva. So stay tuned. Oh. Welcome back to Anything and Everything. We're back here with Mr. Vince Cueva. Say hello again, Vince. Peace. Peace. Peace, of course. Um, now, on this <laughs> segment of the show, I like to ask my um, guests, basically, who are you and what do you do? So explain to us, Vince. Who are you and what do you do? So, right now, I'm a graduate student. By June or by May, I don't know, with my school. Uh, and my course is history. And in all honesty, like, because uh, uh, when, when, uh, when you're enrolled in the history course, you're usually um, looking at not just Philippine history or, or ethnic, ethno-linguistics or ethnic history in general of mm-hmm. the Philippines. Yeah. But you have to look, uh, we're being taught to look at the world uh historically or how it came to be now uh everyone especially in lasal when i was still in lasal like uh my blockmates would have their own interest when it comes to uh history and i would have my own interest and that interest lay in uh ancient history whether it be Start of civilization, ancient Egypt, ancient Rome, ancient Greece, and ancient Celtic, ancient German. Uh, Ger- That's German. very interesting. Yeah, I love that. Like, because, and other more, like uh, World War One, World War Two, naval combat, naval campaigns, everything that just interests me uh, when it comes to history, mainly because I grew up with it, you know? Uh, I'm sure a lot of uh, people can relate, uh, you even can, uh, growing up, uh, what was our usual pastime uh, since we, back then, the internet wasn't so, so much a thing. It was television, right? Yeah, yeah. What we what we would do is usually watch uh, shows like Greg and Josh. Of course, of course. I was more of, I was more of like an iCarly person. Uh, I'll do you one better. Greg and Josh wasn't my favorite. What was your favorite? That's so Raven. <laughs> of course, that's so Raven. Although 
I didn't I didn't quite catch that so Raven in television because we didn't have cable back then. But when we did get oh. cable, that's when I started loving iCarly and then eventually Victorious and um True oh, Jackson yeah. VP. I loved I loved those Nickelodeon shows. But yeah. Before we get back, True Jackson VP wasn't as good compared to Drake and Josh. Yeah, it 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 was it was entertaining. But it wasn't Drake and Josh levels, I would say. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I'm not sure a lot of people remember this, but to me, Ned's Declassified School Survival Guide was miles better than Two Jackson VP. Okay, yeah, of course. You can never compare yeah. um, that with Two Jackson. I'm sorry, Two Jackson VP, but you're not the best show, but you did have a good run and I enjoyed you. So. There's she that. did have a good run. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. So, going back. Yeah. Um, in my house, uh, or in my family, uh, we like to read. At times, we are forced to read <laughs> because my mom doesn't want us uh, just staring at the TV all day. Yeah. So, one of the things uh, she gave me uh, growing up, I think uh, it was around grade one or grade two yeah uh she gave me this collection of encyclopedias oh i also got that yeah the goliere something or mine the, mine I was like i don't i don't know what mine was but it was a it was a set of encyclopedias and then she also bought us like books it was a series of books the parang why how when where and which basically just encompasses history, you know, like how the uh, how the pyramids were built. When was like mm. um, yeah, yeah. the Black Plague? I'm about the Black Plague. Am I am I right yeah, for yeah, that? Yeah, yeah. yeah, and then like yeah, yeah, yeah. where where was the sarcophagus of um, Tutankhamen? All that kind of stuff. And then like how was the universe yeah, yeah, yeah. made? And why are we researching and all the, these kinds of things? It was well, a series of those yeah, books. Funnily enough, yeah. yeah. Funny enough, because those were the same books that I read growing up, mm-hmm. and I just absolutely loved them. Yeah, like, I did oh, too. Really? Oh, it's really cool. But then, uh, this was a happy accident. I got bored watching cartoons, so I just decided to watch something else for a change. Yeah. So this was just a normal day for a kid. And then, what do you see? Airplanes. We all love airplanes. Airplanes. Growing up. Yeah. So, but here's the funny part. Airplanes crashing and people dying. That's what you were interested in? That, that, that's what got me into National airplanes. Geographic. Oh my God, Vince. People <laughs> died. No, no, no. Uh, it was just part of the uh, show, uh, Air Crash Investigation. Yeah. So it was like, Oh man, this is really cool. Yeah. So that's how I that's how it started mm-hmm. for a while, and then it shifted to the Discovery Channel uh, with Myth, with MythBusters. Oh yeah, I fucking love MythBusters, but I also yeah. I also love this one show that they had. It's I don't know I don't I don't know if this was the right title, but it's called How It Works. Yes, I remember that show. And basically, yeah. they just they just like showed different things na parang 
I remember they had this one episode. Like, I'm not sure if this was a YouTube video that I saw or if it was a Vox video or if it was that show. But I remember I saw this one episode where it shows how they make Grammys. And it was so yeah, interesting. Yeah, yeah. It, was it was so a, interesting. It was a legit it was a legit episode. Yeah. Yeah, it was that. really good. But yeah, going back to you and history and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, that's how it just began, you know? Um yeah. to the point where I would memorize uh the airing schedule for Mythbusters, for Earth Investigation, and then later Apocalypse, and then a lot of other shows that sadly aren't running anymore. Yeah. In these two channels. Some good because, things have to end. Yeah. And then uh, going even further uh, upon reaching what high level primary school and then secondary school. I was like, history is so easy oh my god like why am i still gonna have do i have to learn this when it came to the philippine history so easy when it came to uh world history it was even way more easier it was sorry for my grammar it was way easier now it's fine no one's judging yeah because mainly because i already have the info yeah. From all the books that I've read, from all the of shows. Course, of course, of course, yeah. Because of that, you know, like uh, when my friends talk about their favorite cartoons, like, yeah, I can give some, but they said, like, but don't you have a cartoon that not a lot of people watch? And I'm like, no, I wasn't that kid when it came to TV. I was one of the kids that chose to watch something that was actually interesting and not about coyotes beating up or trying to catch road runners. I was very interested by that. I was very entertained. I was I was very <laughs> I was very easily entertained. Like my favorite my favorite cartoon show growing up was um number one Phineas and Ferb because it's it's Phineas and Ferb. And then number yeah, two yeah, it was it was the House of Mouse. Do you remember that? Yeah. Oh I remember God, the glory days of Disney. Yeah, I remember it would only show during like Sunday mornings and me and yeah, my yeah. brother, me and my brother would wake up like super early, like around 7 a.m., 8 a.m. That was early for us cuz we were very young back then. That was early for us. Yeah. And we would like huddle yeah. together in a blanket and we would put the volume very low so we wouldn't wake anyone else up and then we would just watch it until the end and it was so great. It was so great. Yeah. Those were the glory days of Disney before. Yeah. Before whatever they are now. That's Goddamn mouse. Yeah. I wasn't like most kids growing up when it came to TV. But because of that, I'm actually thankful because I, I know a lot. <laughs> That's true. That's true. We yeah. know, we not, know not like, the- little tidbits of information here and there. Yeah, but not to sound all like know it all, but I'm just happy I grew up that way. And my mom and dad certainly uh, loved that I grew up that way because I didn't just stay glued to the the chair and watch anything on telly uh, on the TV. I would, if I was gonna watch something on TV, it would be something informative, yeah, and interesting. And then if I'm bored with the TV, I just go read a book or ride a bike or whatever. 
Same here. Same thoughts. Yeah. So that's how I ended up choosing uh, a degree in history because one, it's what I love. Two, it's very interesting. Three, if not, why not? <laughs> that's true. What what are the what are like the best aspects of learning history for you? Like, what were like what were like the moments in your um course in your degree like career degree career no in your degree, degree. um like lectures and all that kind of stuff? What was like the 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 eureka moment? Na parang oh this this is why I wanted to study history. Did you ever have that moment? Oh, dude, a lot when it came to my professors when I was still in Nepal. Because mm-hmm. every now and then during our lectures, especially during the majors, uh, we would cover something that, yes, some of us already know. Yeah. But then they would flip it uh, completely upside down when it comes to our understanding. We're like, wait, what? What? Yeah. Like, yo, we did not think of that. <laughs> like, because. At the beginning, we were like, yeah, this is going to be easy. History, blah, 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 blah. And then our professor is like, no, history is not simple. And it's time we're going to, uh, it's time we flip your understanding completely. And then we're like, oh my God, why, why do we suddenly feel dumber and, and then a lot smarter now? Like, oh my God. Because you learn so awesome. much better. Yeah. Yeah. And, I also love the fact that our props, although not some, uh, uh, actually had fun doing their job. They actually loved doing their job because whenever they taught us, we could always see a sense of passion yeah. and drive to teach the new generation of historians. historians. Yeah. Yeah. So because of that, we had, I had so much fun learning and learning new things that I never even thought of. And I'm like, yeah, this is the question. Because I, I just love it. It's like it's one of those nice. moments that, it's like one of those moments like, uh, uh, you're, you're, basically, if you're a history major, and you're, for example, you're in a library, you're looking for sources, Usually, you see students that are like, oh my God, where is it? You're getting stressed out, right? Yeah, of course. Sometimes <laughs> sometimes if you're a history major and you're not in the rush to cram final papers, you know, like me. <laughs> yeah. Uh, basically, a library is just being a kid in a candy store. Like, same, what to learn? What to learn? Same feels. Same feels all the way. Yeah. Like, have you ever walked into a bookshop and was just like, I'm home. I'm pretty sure also you were that type of person who smells books. Uh, yeah, I smell books a lot. I still oh, smell books. There we go. There I we still go. smell books. <laughs> I feel like it's one of the, you know, before you start a book, you smell it first. It's like one of the rites of passage. You can't skip that. You can't skip that shit. You need to, you need to smell it. I mean, I can honestly say I do that from time to time when it comes to certain books. Come on, man. Not all the time. Girl. Mm. Why? All the books, all the time, all the days. What if what so what if it's dusty? You inhale dust, you get cold. Of course you have to like get rid of the dust. You get rid of the dust. Okay, that's not the book smell. 
that's just dust. You know? Even, like, like dude. If ever you come to our house here in CDO, like Shannon and Bea have, yeah. I'm not let I'm not letting you touch my books. No, I, I will get my hands on them and I will smell every single one of them. This is a threat. God damn it, man. I will smell all of your books. <laughs> my books are for reading, not for smelling. You don't smell your books like ever? No. What but Oh my god, the dogs. I'm so sorry, you guys. Those were his dogs, I think. Yeah, Maybe. I'm sorry. But yeah, if there, say hi to the dogs, like everybody. Dogs, I'm sorry, our golden retriever and our German shepherd are just so loud. They're both boys, so they're loud. That's sexist. Oh my god, they are loud. See, <laughs> see, I'm not even joking. But anyway, I'm so sorry. Going was, back to like your going back. going back to like your history major roots. Was there like um aside from the Eureka moment that you had? Is there like, um, a sp- oh my God, the dogs. I just got startled by the dogs. Like, Jesus Christ, will they stop? When will they stop? Is, are they okay? Do they need like help? No, I think it's because it's that time of year or, or month again. Okay, there they are again. Oh my God, they're so loud. I'm so sorry to our listeners for, I, am I hope. Also sorry. I hope you endure this because this conversation is really going great and I'm having so much fun. But anyway, going back to your history roots and your Eureka moment, do you have like um do you have like something from history that you were you you like is there something that you learned through history, through your history degree that you still kind of like bring with you up until today? Like what what's that lesson that you learned? One lesson I learned. Uh, well, it's not just one lesson. That'll be in a, an injustice to what we actually learned. So, so I'll just break it down into okay, another two, two, two things. One is to never take anything in face value. All right, we because that's a good one. Yeah, because when we were being taught, all right. So they present us this, okay, and then our boss would just rip it apart in front of our face and say, "No, this is wrong. You believed it, and you believed in the wrong thing." So we're like, "What? Why? What?" And then they mm-hmm. showed us the truth. So yeah, yeah. So they were teaching us uh, in a way. They were teaching us to to question. To ask the questions like, is this real? Is this legit? Like critical Can thinking, basically. It? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, basically, don't take things at face value. Try, as historians, you have to try and investigate further. That's true. Yeah. Just, uh, these are true. Yeah. And I find that that's also. Yeah, exactly. I find that it's also true when it comes to real life, like, especially with the people that you meet. Don't take anything for face value because first impressions aren't necessarily always the best I mean, impressions. Yeah. You know? Yeah, first impressions stick, but they can sometimes be uh, changed over time. That's true. They can be misleading. 
Yeah, I was. What was your first impression of me? What? Oh God! Before we get that, what was your first impression of me? Because that we will, I know. We will get to that later after you answer my question. Okay, so number two of what I've learned is to look at things from multiple angles. Mm-hmm. Always, mm-hmm. because they're all there's. You know the saying, right? Uh, there's always two sides uh, to the story. Yeah. Well, in history, it's like there are multiple there there are multiple angles to the story. Look at it. Yeah. And then make a conclusion. So yeah, if there's if there's a problem and people say there's only one or two ways to fix it, say, are you sure about that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then yeah, you just. Look at all the possibilities, look at all the angles, so you can draw your, a proper conclusion that's well-informed and, you know, you don't sound like an idiot who are, what, for example, are or working for our government, but hey, that's a different story, continue. That's true. I find that those two things that you've mentioned are really applicable to real life like that's a really that's a really solid those are really solid lessons thank you for sharing that with us Vince and just to be clear I I myself have a hard time trying to apply this I mean you can't always be perfect you can't always be perfect but yeah you can you can always try to be perfect but you will never always be perfect it's and it's fine it's fine to not be yeah. perfect we're all growing human beings we're all evolving ever changing and all that kind of stuff and we're all destined to die okay never mind yeah as per as per your request my final question will be what was your impression of me what was your first impression of me since we talked about impressions be honest yeah. it's fine no no because remember, I, I multiple angles and oh, God, my brain. You look at, don't take anything at face value, and multiple angles. You have to look at things from multiple angles. So when Yas first introduced me to you, I, I'm pretty sure you remember. I was very indifferent. You were. Like, and I think you can really agree. And when it comes to me, being indifferent is, is just part of me. It's your coping mechanism. It's not just a coping me- mechanism. Being indifferent is just... It's your um, way to protect yourself. You don't want to get too mm-hmm. attached because maybe some things just kind of leave. And you want to be prepared for that. I think it also the trust issues, but we're not doing that here. No, 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 no. So, yeah. I was just being indifferent because, uh, oh, another human being that knows, yes. Okay. Hi. I'll just be polite and just, mm-hmm. and just, you know, keep to myself. Yeah. But, but then, uh, <clears throat> the second time, the time when, 
uh, Yash brought up brought you up in the condo, you know, yeah. to hide from the harassment. The stalker. Yeah. Like, the stalker. And then like my impression again was like, he might let he's not bad. Thank you. He's and like, here we are, he like I, three, four years I, later. <laughs> here we are three or four years later and we're still going solid, I'd like to say. Yeah. I mean, in in our uh, friend group, for the information of all your listeners, I'm the one who usually gets ridiculed because I'm just, I just really do a lot of Because you do stuff. the stupid, sh- the, the most stupid shit. Hey, hey, hey. I have reasons. Stupid though, reasons, but reasons, reasons nonetheless. <laughs> Like, you guys, if only you knew, if only you knew all of the reasons, the all of the stupid reasons. But anyway, um, my my first impression of you was, when we first met, it was at Castro and we just kind of like, it was just kind of like happenstance that you were there and then I was with Yas and then she saw you and then you intro- she introduced us. And I was like, he's... I. Again, I'm a very, very friendly person. I'm very social. So in my head, I was like, oh my God, a new friend. <laughs> very, very gullible. And then um, the next time that we met, that was the night of the stalker. And um, yeah. I, I, I thought to myself, like, this guy does not know me at all. But he still gave me a place to stay and hide, at least for the meantime. and. Honestly, I will never forget that that gesture of kindness because I would say that that's kind of like what our friendship came to be. Wouldn't you think so? Yeah, and anyone who ignores someone who experiences something like that lacks in the department of common human decency. That's true. That's true. They lack basic empathy, I would say. But... Some people have their own reasons and, you know, again, look at things from multiple angles and different points of view, as I've learned from you tonight. Yeah. yeah. I hope you enjoy this never conversation. Thought you'd, what? Never thought, you never thought you'd learn something from me. <laughs> hey, hey, I didn't Why say that. I feel like I won? I didn't uh, say that. No, you, you didn't say that, but you inside. <laughs> anyway. This is the end of our episode. Thank you so much to Vince for guesting in this episode of the podcast. If anyone would like to engage with you or reach out to your shout out or give you a shout out or whatever, do you want them to like do that? Or do you want to like remain like in the wild? Is there anything you want to plug right go. now? Uh, I'm gonna go you don't have to. Just so you don't, want, you, don't want to, you don't want them to find you. Like, if you find me, good for cool. you. If you don't, uh, uh, good for you. If you don't find me, that's also cool. All right. So, win, win win for me. Win win for you. Thank you so much again for guesting in tonight's episode. I had so much fun and I learned a lot from you. Can you believe? It was really great. I love this conversation. <laughs> and thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you so much for guesting. I hope you, you had, for having me. I hope you had as much fun as I did in this conversation. I actually did. Thank you. Would you like to say goodbye to everybody now? Never. I'm just joking. And that's, his, 
that's his way of saying goodbye. And we'll see you soon, you guys. Bye. You've been listening to Anything and Everything with Stephen Argente. My guest this week was Vince Cuevas. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Sagargente. Our theme music is Anything Under the Moon by Alephon, and you can find him on Bandcamp at alephon.bandcamp.com and Alephon on Spotify. If you enjoyed this episode, then please tell your friends and why not subscribe? We have more content for you, so stay tuned and see you soon.